Podcast, episode number four. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Limitless Podcast. My name is Jordan. And I'm Drew. And together, we hope to help you all become the men you want to be one day at a time. As always, thanks. thank you all for your support so far. The listeners have actually been increasing each week. It's been a really good pace. And we're, we're basically just really glad that you like your voices that much. Uh, but jokes aside, today's show is a change that we've been hinting at before. Yup, as Drew's mentioned, on this week's episode, we have our first guest speaker. Rohit Aida is a rising senior at Rutgers University and a San Antonio Spurs superfan. Rohit, welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Uh, glad, I'm glad that you can have me on. Yeah, uh, it's been a pretty odd sort of year, um, specifically with the Spurs. We, we finally missed the playoffs, and that's like, that, that just gives to show you how bad 2020 is. <laughs> Dude, oh no. Isn't it like the first time in what, 27 or something years? Yeah, about about 22 years, I think. Okay. Wow. Spurs will be missed. They were always a presence every year in the playoffs. Oh no. But yeah, now we're going to actually today, or in today's episode, we're going to talk a bit about work ethic. So we felt Rohit was a great person to bring on because he's uh, been one of my apartment mates and also my closest friends on campus since freshman year and, and knowing this guy and seeing him just work and his commitment to actually working but also having time to relax or do anything else outside of just uh, academics it's been pretty uh pretty inspiring in that case or in that way so definitely wanted to just have him on talk a bit about that Absolutely. Developing a good work ethic is a backbone for pursuing any goal or aspiration and ultimately deriving motivation and energy to devote to your task is what will ultimately help you achieve success. We think Rohit really embodies this idea. And so we thought that we could bring him onto the show and allow him to share his thoughts and opinions with you all in order to help you all develop a better work ethic and ultimately a better mindset when approaching problems. Definitely. So I think Rohit, I think the first question we had in mind was that seeing how you, I guess, operate or actually do get your work done, but also have time to relax, chill, uh, do any like volunteering, anything of that sort. It's like, how has, or what has really motivated you in terms of your work ethic? Has it been someone, uh, let's say different, I don't know, uh, organizations or just what has it been? Yeah, sure. Um, honestly, I, I think... I think there's a there's a couple of things right. So, uh, in terms of keeping myself organized, I would say uh, really keeping a Google Calendar. Honestly, uh, Google Calendar is my favorite thing um, to just uh, plan ahead with, like any anything with anything from just hanging out with friends or um, just uh, planning uh, with classes um, as classes are about to start in a week. Um, and then I think, I think in terms of, uh, why the, the, the why, um, in terms of yeah. that I do, I think honestly, I, I would say that I'd try to look at the bigger picture in terms of things. Like, um, I, I know I, I kind of struggle with this, uh, not gonna lie for, for the first couple of years, um. Uh, in terms of kind of stretching myself uh, pretty thin at times. And oh. sometimes I'll, I'm a little way too ambitious, but also very lazy at times. And that's really not a healthy combination. 
I feel good. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, it's a good combo in a way where it's like you have a lot of ambition, but then it also comes back and bites you. So you got to fight against it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and it's like I, I I've struggled really sometimes with prioritizing self care um, as much as I would with with activities with classes and just work related uh, commitments. And you know, sometimes that that means like making plans with friends and family, but also just like taking time for yourself, just exercising, or honestly, just taking a break from everything. Um, and it's it's something I'm, I, I would say I'm still um, struggling with or, or, or continuing to really work on. I, I think it's kind of hard um, once you don't have a routine and you're like trying to work yourself towards getting like a healthy routine. Um, Got it. it. In terms of why though um i would say like it, it kind of stems from my um personal um sort of story i guess um as to why uh i'm i'm pre-med and um sometimes pre-med uh I, i'm sure along with other along with other degrees and, and tracks uh can get very stressful and and rough at, at times you know and and i like to focus on the bigger picture as to why I guess I wanted to do pre-med and, and I think, um, it's, it sort of stems from, uh, being personally impacted by chronic illness and that I want to be a, a patient advocate. And, you know, I, I always look back and, uh, I always have this like amazing feeling to be able to get like trained towards becoming a part of the same medical community, you know, that's ha- helping me have, a good quality of life today and I, I think that having a strong why beyond superficialities really goes a long way i think to getting you through some of the rougher times with not just medicine but honestly any career or any education plan got it okay so it's like it's the fact that you're personally impacted which is a big factor that drives you to actually be motivated in that way and create that structured uh, schedule because you're thinking long-term like you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Short-term or long-term. Uh, and it's, it's, it's hard to do. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to say I'm, a, I'm an expert by any means, but uh, it's just something I guess I, I've realized over trying to, you know, prioritize things over the course of undergrad. Got it. Okay. No, I, I definitely uh, see eye to eye with you on that. We're thinking long term rather than just, hey, next week, what's the best way to get there? It's rather than, or over, how do I get somewhere in, let's say, five years? So I definitely uh, fit with you on that. My question uh, that I that I want to know more about is like, you use Google, Google Calendar. So do you do it by like the hour, by the minute? Is it like a big mess that gets you stressed out like how would you deal with that because i know for some people as if they see so much on their plate it's more of an uh, inhibiting factor rather than a motivational one yeah honestly like i i I try to plan things by the hour unless it's like a specific meeting that already had a set timing but um I, I, I think I stick by a general rule of if things start getting cloudy <laughs> on a certain day with events, uh, I'm probably busy on that day. So I'm, I'm probably not going to add anything more to, to that day. Okay. In general, I, I try to limit things on Fridays and weekends. 
Got it. Okay, so actually, that's really great. So that's going to actually, I think, lead us to our next question. It's a nice segue there. Yeah, and I think, Rohit, you definitely brought up some great points, especially self-care, because I feel like that's not really prioritized these days. We live in such a productive environment, and you necessarily need to work all day in order to achieve some sort of success. I think it's really important that you brought that up, especially for our listeners, too, that it's okay for us to take a break every now and then, because it's just a means of us recharging our batteries and getting back into the groove and essentially putting ourselves in a better mindset to tackle our goals. So our second question that we have for you is, as someone who prioritizes not just school, but other extracurricular activities and even time for yourself, how do you mentally budget your energy towards these tasks and make sure you're not sacrificing one aspect in pursuit of another? Yeah, honestly, that's a, good question it's 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 very hard um to you know perfectly balance everything um there's always sometimes you might have to quote unquote um sacrifice a thing or maybe cancel on something but uh again like i said it i i've been trying to find a somewhat kind of balance and i i think to kind of best answer that uh in terms of what i needed to work on i think it's it's trying to be able to say no um to adding on additional work-related commitments or just taking time for myself um to really again prioritize um self-care and and sometimes i feel like with with my personal story i feel like i get a little too bogged down um in trying to prove my self-worth by just adding on and piling up like work-related commitments and and I, I realized really over the past year that like that, that can definitely take a um, toll on your health in, in, in the long term. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know for all of us, myself, even Drew, saying no can be really tough, especially when it comes to personal stuff or events with friends and family. But being able to essentially prioritize one event over another, one activity over another can ultimately lead to better outcomes rather than trying to take on too much on your plate and biting off more than you can chew. hundred percent. I agree with that big time where, because if it's the, if you have to sacrifice a couple of things, it's okay. Now that like we've all kind of been there, done that, we realize like that's an okay thing to do as, as long as people like one, they also understand that you have your own things to do. It's not like you have to say yes to everything that they want to do, but then also it's uh, in line with that. It's just, you need to make sure, as you were saying, you need you have enough energy to get what you need done and then still have time left over. Where that's going to be so tough if you're, like Rohit, you were saying before, it's like you're spreading yourself too thin. That just is not possible then. Yeah. Uh, I, I, think, I think there's no, like, perfect or magic formula to, you know, trying to figure out things in terms of work-life balance. But I think it's just, like, what works best for you, like, I, th- I think that everyone has like a um, limit for uh, uh, taking on work uh, and like just trying to find that or finding your groove in terms of what works for you uh, is definitely is definitely good. I guess on the flip side of that, then when you have zero motivation or energy, how do you pick yourself back up in order to recharge and get back to work? Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. Honestly, I just like, 
I just take a complete break um, from things because I know that if I if I don't have the motivation right now, it's probably because either a I'm I'm feeling kind of like burnt out for the week or just like really tired. Um, so like I, I I try to do minimal work, but at the same time, like if I have something pressing, maybe maybe trying to strive for like a smaller goal or a smaller um, task instead of accomplishing a big task might be a way a way to go um and then be like i said um with related to uh maybe i'm feeling burdened out i might i might just like take an entire day or two just to just to relax or just to do nothing um because i know i know there's for me like i i feel like every month during the school year i just like i just feel i just get really tired um like one of the weekends and i'm like yeah i i, I don't i don't want to do any sort of work this weekend and I, I'm not sure about how how you guys feel uh, or how you guys deal with that. But personally, I just like I just don't want to do anything when um, I don't have the motivation instead of instead of forcing myself back on. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I love my mindless weekends, as I call them, where I just don't do anything. Maybe spend the entire weekend just watching TV, playing video games figuring out some other mindless tasks to do, or even picking up a hobby, right? Especially with quarantine, I've started to learn how to play the guitar. So just finding a different sort of hobby or activity to do that takes me away from my work, especially even during the school year too. Like you said, again, it can get really tiring during the semester at certain points and you just need a break. And so I usually spend that time either with friends, if the opportunity presents itself, maybe I'll take a trip to maybe New York City or some other place that's nearby just to kind of get my mind off school and recharge my batteries so that once I'm back in the grind, it'll be a little bit easier to kind of keep up with the workload, especially once things start piling on again, which they usually end up doing. Yeah, no, that's actually an interesting take. I don't think I've really had too many weekends where I, let's say, deliberately do nothing. But I think that can also be a bad thing because what you're saying, like you slowly get burnt out with that. I've realized that at, at times too, where I'm like, hold on, I, I feel like I don't have any motivation, but I still have stuff to get done. I have to force myself to do it. But you can only keep doing that for so long until you're like, hold on, this is not working anymore. You need to change how you're going about it. So I think that's definitely something I'm probably going to try. That's that's awesome. You're We're learning things on the go, even from our guests. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So no, that, that's nice then. So I guess one thing that then... When it comes to your schedule, so I guess for me, on that note, it's like I feel like mine are sometimes unrealistic. I want to get too much done at once, which leads to maybe not enough time to actually relax, even though realistically I did more than enough for the day. So then, Romy, what would you say? Like, what do you, would you consider realistic or unrealistic for yourself in terms of, let's say, time commitments for the day or certain events, like a number of events for the day or uh, certain, let's say, a number of work blocks for the day? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think just based on personal experience, I, uh, I, it's it's also something I I've been working on. Um, honestly, I I would uh, I I have been like reaching out uh, over the past couple of years, especially during my sophomore and junior years, um, to my girlfriend to get uh, her opinion on <laughs> whether I'm loading myself because because she knows how sometimes I I can get stressed out or just like reaching out to. To one of a friend, uh, any one of your friends, or 
or even a family member just to see what what their take on is on you um because i know i also reached out once like when i uh i think it was like sophomore year um uh spring semester uh when i was planning uh, my core schedule I, I i took a ridiculous schedule at first or like registered for a ridiculous schedule and then okay. my mom and then my mom was like rohit i knowing you I, I don't think you can do this and so i think it's sometimes it sometimes takes a, another person's like uh, brutally honest opinion um, to maybe sort of, uh, I guess, uh, have that uh, cap on um, preventing yourself from working uh, or overworking rather. Okay. Um, but in terms of events and uh, I guess maybe a limit per day, I would say like, I, I I don't think I would want to spend, um, especially as as an undergrad right now. I, I don't think I try to spend any more than like maybe five six hours um, uh, of work per day. Uh, I, I, honestly, I, I I say that on average uh, because like there's there's obviously times when you're studying for exams and definitely spent can spend up to like a whole day. So it's it's really an average. Um, and then also if you're like working working a job over the summer, obviously like that can change too. But I guess that's something I, I've been sticking with during the school year. Okay, so it's like a big thing comes down to what you've slowly realized you can handle, but then what actually influences that is also like these outside opinions or social support system. Uh, so you feel like is that's been a big way to help you? Right. Right. It's like, um, it's good to hear someone's, you know, brutally honest opinion uh, or, or criticism sometimes to, to, you know, really work on yourself. If, if they can, if they also see that you, you're doing something wrong with, with your work life balance. Okay. Got it. No, that's actually pretty good. And then one uh, thing you mentioned, like the five to six hours, I think that's a pretty good way to put it, especially as an undergrad where like for you, like you and Jordan going to go to med school, it's like, okay, that the long days will come. But then it's like right now where you can still get everything done in those, in those five to six hours and have time to do whatever you want. It's kind of nice. So you really have to put your head down and just do it. Rohit, I want to ask you this. Do you block out time besides classes? Because I know, for example, my girlfriend has a system where she specifically blocks out time for doing homework blocks out time for extracurricular activities and even blocks out time to hang out with her friends. Do you utilize Google Calendar and that kind of block system or is it mainly just a means of reminding you of important events? Yeah, good question. Um, I think I, um, I honestly just uh, use it for, um, for classes, um, like work-related meetings um and and also planning um uh just times where i'm hanging out with friends uh but i i never really actually um blocked out times to study which is definitely i guess a very interesting um way to additionally budget your time um i i think i think i've i've tried it before uh but for me, it didn't work because like, I, I don't know, I just can't block out spaces of time to study because I like, it all depends on how I'm feeling or like, uh, whether I want to take a break or 
I, I kind of like study as much as I can um, at any given day kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. That's actually really, I think that's a good way to do it where you're not constantly having blocks back to back to back. Cause it's like, if you miss one or you go over and it's like, hold on, it kind of influences your thoughts, thought process for the rest of the day. Yeah, I can see that. And on the flip side of that, for people who oftentimes tend to get distracted with everyday things, I guess it serves, serves to keep them on track with what they need to do. And I know personally, right, having a block system, at least for me, like if I block out time, like I'm going to study from this time to this time, it prevents me from getting distracted during that time because I know that I only have a limited amount of time to get some work done. And so because of that, I try to take advantage of the full maybe two or three hours that I block out so that afterwards I can have extra time to either hang out, de-stress, attend to any extracurricular activities. But again, at least for me, it helps me keep on track. And even with my girlfriend too, in terms of figuring out how we're going to prioritize our time. But it's interesting to hear everyone's opinions on this one topic. Yeah, I think I think it's great that um, your girlfriend's able to, you know, lock out time for even even just studying, because I, I, I know it's it's something a lot of people um, struggle with because usually usually it's like it's like you, you study as much as you can sort of thing. Yeah, no, that's definitely a big thing where it's like you don't want to study just because you need to study. It's more so like as long as you are confident in the material and you get it done, great. And if it only took you four hours versus like however much you budget, however many you budgeted, let's say eight hours, that's even better. Then it's like the rest of the time you can just like relax or do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. All right, Rohit, our next question for you. How do you set your goals when it comes to your work ethic? So do you have any tangible ideas in mind when you wake up in the morning in terms of, okay, this is what I'm going to get done today. This is how exactly I'm going to get done. Or is it more of a go with the flow kind of sense where if you have the energy to do it, you'll do something. If you don't, you'll take a break and then move on. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of setting goals, it's just like uh, what's kind of the important thing coming up kind of mindset um i know in uh during the school year when when classes resume um it's a lot easier to sort of plan out your goals because it's you your goals usually tend out to be um assignments or exams um but otherwise i i i think i would have to say i i sort of go with the flow um i don't <laughs> i don't really plan a goal every day uh, I, I would say that like, I, I really just go with the flow in terms of, uh, what, um, events I have on a particular day. And if I even have the time to work on something, uh, and yeah, I basically just go with the flow. That's good. It's like, you have that fixed portion, but then you also have that, uh, that portion where you're just going with the flow, which I think is a big thing where if it feels too rigid and too structured, it's more let's say demotivating than it is motivating too right and it kind of feels unnatural you know to plan everything out in life because life can get pretty um or life has its own surprises you know like you can't expect everything at the same time so yeah i i think like everyone has to be able to at least minimally go with um the flow in, in terms of um just things and that happen in life 
for sure. No, I, I agree there because uh, I think you you and Jordan have both seen my Google Calendar at least freshman year and let's say now. In freshman year, it was bad in the way I was scheduling time. Okay, I'm going to eat now. I'm going to study now. I'm going to hang out with friends now. I got clubs now. Like moving from that, because as you're saying, it's just like it's such an unrealistic way to do it versus, okay, I have a two-hour block, then like a couple blank hours, and then another like two-hour block just to get whatever I need done. And if anything else arises, I already have that time built into the day where it's not leaving me scrambling. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the best way to kind of approach this is to have a sort of skeleton calendar or a skeleton outline of what exactly you want to do with the day, but having that very fluid in the sense that if anything else comes up, you can dedicate time towards that emergency situation. But at the same time, like Drew mentioned, you're able to block out time for any other activities you want to get done that may crop up throughout the day. But you have a general framework that you're following in terms of what you need to get done for that day specifically. Sure. Dang. Okay. So I think next thing in mind. So Google Calendar has so it's like so useful, but it also I think since it's a way all all three of us seem to use it so uh, let's say extensively. Wanted to ask you then, like when these these let's say unexpected last minute events or responsibilities arise, is it the fact that you have this these open spaces in your schedule where it's just easy to move about your day? and just like refine your work ethic or what else may help you if these kind of responsibilities arise? Yeah. Um, I would say it, it kind of depends on, uh, what, what the nature of the unexpected event is, um, whether it's a, an emergency or, or maybe like a last minute plan that was made by my friends. Um, and at the same time, I have to consider like, are you are you in the middle of um, some a busy period where like um, you have I don't know like midterms or final exams to study for, or maybe um, if you're working, you have this this uh, presentation uh, due very soon. So I think it's it's like seeing what's uh, pressing or uh, what's um, more important than the other kind of thing. Cause if it's, if it's like an absolute emergency, obviously you're gonna, you're gonna stop everything and, and focus on that. For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of last minute stuff can disrupt our schedules in a very messed up way. Sometimes it could either be a light disruption or a huge thing that throws off your day completely. So being able to account for that, I think, is incredibly important. 100%. Alrighty, Rohit, we've covered a lot of topics today. And I guess just to kind of leave off in a sense, if you could give our listeners one piece of advice to help them reach the next level in terms of mental preparation and work ethic, what would you say? I would honestly say... Um, I, I think I, I, I said this also earlier in the podcast, but um, really prioritizing self-care. Uh, I think uh, in, in a world, I think that's becoming more competitive and also where, where we um, can get very ambitious with our careers and education. It's kind of something to easily overlook um, and really uh, be like, oh, it's something I'll manage. Um, 
subconsciously as opposed to like making a conscious effort. But yeah, okay. really prioritizing self-care. Yeah, do you have any advice that you would want to give to? I, I think at least from what I've learned, so I'll give a very short uh, little preface to this where as we were saying, like my schedule evolved from scheduling everything down to the minute from like freshman year now where I actually created a system where it's like three, two hour work blocks throughout the day. And then otherwise the rest of the day is unscheduled, do whatever else I want to do. As long as I get those three things done, or if anything arises, I shift one of them later in the day. So I think one thing that I would have is be flexible, but also understand that it's like almost, I don't know, let's say a human or natural limit where if you really have too much you want to get done, try to fix it to just five to six hours of work a day and then move on from there after a week or two of trying it. I think that's my big thing because that, like Rohit was saying, it leaves time for self-care, but also ensures you're still being productive. That's awesome. I know something that I would like to give people is again, something we touched on our very first question. And I think Rohit had a great answer for it is sense that you need to have a who or a why that's driving your motivation. I think it's important, especially when things get tough, that you have a source of inspiration that you can fall back on, especially when you're thinking of potentially giving up on your goal or you're thinking of abandoning it entirely. It's important to remember why you even got on that path to begin with. Who was that person who put you on that path or what life experience you had that put you on that path? And it's important to really keep that in mind, especially when things get tough. So having a who, a what, or a why behind your motivations and your actions can be really important, especially in the long run when you're trying to accomplish, let's say, a very big goal, right? For example, trying to get a job in Wall Street or trying to apply and get accepted into medical school. Things can get tough along the way. There will be hiccups. But turning back to your greatest source of inspiration or motivation in order to get the energy that you need to keep pushing forward, I think that's really important. For sure. Not 100%. So I think overall, like we've had a really good uh, episode and shared some great insights uh, from all of us, but Rohit's shared some like really, really great ones. So I think our listeners, we really hope you guys do take some of this to heart and try to use some of this advice too. But then side note, Rohit, hopefully next time we have you on, it's like also like an, another, hopefully it's like a lighthearted one, not as uh, deep down into the details. So maybe we can talk about the Spurs a bit more in the next episode. Yeah, uh, again, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I think this is a, you know, a topic that not a lot of people really talk about, um, not just like work ethic wise, but also really um, taking uh, time to understand like, you know, you have, you have sort of a, a mental limit um, when you uh, schedule things and, and try to work. And yeah, I, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. And yeah, maybe, maybe we can definitely have a a more lighthearted episode like next time. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for joining us, Rohit. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to come and chat with two guys like us. And thank you to our listeners. This wraps up this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed our presentation of Honing the Mind. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at LMTLS underscore LLC to stay updated for new content as well as updates on our upcoming episodes. Yeah, and like, as always, stay on the lookout for new episodes. We heard you guys, you wanted weekly episodes. So actually, 
well, by the time you hear this, it's going to be a week late. But as of the actual recording, we have our third episode out on nearly all major platforms. So uh, stay tuned. Every weekend, we'll try to have some new content out. And as always, too, stay out for even more guest speakers, some more great speakers, too. Some of our close friends uh, who we really like look up to in that way. So thanks for listening. And then we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.